listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hello, everyone. This is your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Wednesday, the 5th of May 2021. Later, building approvals have climbed to their second highest level on record. But with international borders closed, will there be an oversupply in some markets? But first, let's go to the Australian share market because it did close at a 14-month high. The S&P ASX 200 at 7,095.8. That's an increase of 0.4% today. But we are only 0.93% or around 65 points from a record high. So for more on the day's market action, I spoke earlier with Francesco Destratus, investment advisor at Audmanet. Francesco, the market's a little stronger today. What's driving those gains? Yeah, look, the market started relatively flat in early trade and then at 11 a.m. it started to rally. We've seen some really good gains coming out of some of the larger stocks in our market like CSL, CBA, Rio, BHP and Telstra. So they're, they're, they're big drivers in our ASX 200s. The market's been testing that record high for quite some time. We're getting ever so close to it now. What will it take to reach it? Yeah, well, traditionally, you know, it's the month of, um, you know, sell in May and go away. So, uh, you know, normally we start to see a little bit of selling off in our market, particularly post-reporting season and dividend season. season. But um, it seems to be going on strength to strength. You know, there's still a lot of stimulus out there. Government stimulus is, is you know, will push investment markets as well. Um, look, at, you know, I think we're only about 70 points off the record. At this rate, we could be there by the end of the week. But, um, you know, if that uh, traditional sell in May and go away comes in, uh, we may not get there for some time. Speaking of the stimulus that you mentioned, US Treasury Janet Yellen raised a prospect of interest rate increases in the US if the economy overheats. I think a, a few hours later, she kind of backtracked a little bit. But what's the market thinking about interest rates both here and in the US, especially after the RBA upgrades yesterday? Yeah, look, I, I, I think she's saying what she thinks, but then backtracks because she doesn't want to spook the markets, maybe. Um, obviously, she's not the head of the Fed anymore, but was. Uh, so she does have some good insight into, um, you know, government and central bank policy, you know, it's, and it's a fine balance between fiscal and monetary policy. Now, governments around the world, not just in the US, but here in Australia as well, uh, are pouring a lot of fiscal stimulus into the economy. Uh, and I think alluding to what she was alluding to was more along the lines of that, that stimulus is going into investments, which will drive their economy even further. On the flip side here, the Reserve Bank's probably a little bit cautious because a lot of that, uh, the stimulus is going into you know, the housing market and the property market. And just to wrap up, let's focus on the banks. ANZ, first of all, reported a first half cash profit of about $3 billion and a higher than expected interim dividend. What's your take on the results? Well, on the headlines, it's a good result because it was much higher than it was last year. But you've got to remember there was a lot of um, provisioning last year, particularly through the COVID crisis. So, you know, removing some of that provisioning has put a lot of growth back into their numbers. It was pretty much in line with consensus, though. Um, and, and, you know, what looked like solid growth was probably fair. The dividends look, you know, slightly above or slightly in line with ours. Uh, 67% payout ratio is fairly conservative, though. Um, so there was some right back of provisioning and costs were slightly better. A little bit different to Westpac the other day, which had some poorer uh, numbers on costs. Um, but the share price has come off, um, you know, converse to sort of CBA and, and, and um, uh, NAB today. Uh, Westpac's flat. 
But I think the share price has come off because some comments from the CEO about, you know, thinking uh, cost cutting was a bit frivolous. So um, investors don't seem to like it when, um, you know, management, you know, just, just dis discards cost cutting as, as a key to driving their numbers. And finally, ASIC, the corporate watchdog, is alleging insider trading at Westpac in the lead-up to its role in the privatisation of Ausgrid. I guess that's getting a lot of headlines in the news, but what's the market thinking about it? How will it impact Westpac? Well, as I mentioned, you know, uh, ANZ share prices down because of that cost-cutting. Uh, CBA and, and NAV are stronger. And Westpac's fairly flat. Now, that's probably because of, because of this uh, announcement about the insider trading. It's a little bit more complex than most people think. Uh, it's not insider trading on Westpac shares. It's Westpac actually insider trading in the bonds, in the, in the interest rate swap market private, prior to uh, the privatisation of Ausgrid, which they were involved in. Uh, now, it appears that Austrac are pursuing this. Um, and I suppose the hard thing now is, is, is what is, is, is the implications for Westpac as far as fines and, and, and penalties. Um, it's how long's a bit of string for now, but um, I suppose people will be guessing over the next couple of days to see how much that is. But there's definitely going to be some fines and some uh, uh, regulatory uh, wrist slapping, if you like. Francesco Destratus there from Audbinet. Now to the property market. And could we be staring down the barrel of an oversupply in some markets? Well, the end of Home Builder in March has seen building approvals, according to the Bureau of Statistics, surge to the second highest levels on record in that month, with a 64% increase in approvals to build apartments or townhouses. Now, typically, many of these are filled by migrants, but with borders closed. Uh, that could be a bit of an issue. And we are starting to see more investors return to the market. So for more, Anna Napoli spoke with Tim Reardon, the Chief Economist at the Housing Industry Association. After the uh, Reserve Bank's meeting yesterday, they've uh, reinforced the support that they're going to continue providing for the next few years. So um, I think um, this um, this home home builder boom is uh, going to continue on the ground for the next uh, couple of years. The concerns beyond that are surrounding um, population growth. Eventually, we'll need to reckon with the fact the fact that we've lost um, at least two years worth of overseas migration, and for the apartment sector in particular, that's um, that's um, a, a big a big weight around um, around their neck. The uh, the detached sector, detached housing, um, it will have a, a good couple of years ahead, but it, it eventually it will have to deal with that fact as well. Um, but the Reserve Bank has said that um, that they're willing to continue providing uh, interest rates support um, at least until until 2024 that's their expectation so on that do you expect um, you know if banks tighten lending um, and increase fixed rates do you think there's going to be a sound then um, the the banks will have to be uh, careful in that regard and so will um, will will APRA in uh, considering whether they want to tighten up uh, lending standards going forward. The last time they did that, it was mostly targeted at um, investors, investor and interest-only loans. This time around, it's actually first home buyers who have been driving the majority of this um, this activity since um, since the home builder grant was announced. And first home buyers also tend to be the the hardest hit group 
by um, by the kind of actions that um, APRA and the banks took a couple of years ago. Um, investors are returning to the market, and that's something the Reserve Bank and APRA will need to keep an eye on. But lending standards and household balance sheets at the moment uh, appear to be in much um, better shape than they were uh, the last time APRA um, stepped in, which is why they've been uh, hesitant to say that they're going to take action on this issue, but they will, they will be keeping an eye on it. It, it won't be um, a surge in house prices per se that, that, that forces their hands. It'll be more um, when or, or if that re uh, results in a deterioration in the lending standards or household balance sheets, which, which is yet to be seen. Thomas Devitt there from the Housing Industry Association. That is SBS on the money for this Wednesday, the 5th of May 2021. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Ricardo. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision. Music.